Okay. Welcome, welcome. I am so excited to be here and to be the newly inducted co-host of this amazing podcast. Um, last season, I participated as a guest mm -hmm. and Joan and I just really hit it off so mm -hmm. well that we decided that maybe we just partner up and we really empower, we begin to empower some other women to step into their greatness too. Right. So I think that and, that's- And I think the most important thing really is that there's two generations. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Of perspective and wisdom to share. Yep. And I think it's just important that women embrace that. And yep. we talk about things and we give advice and yeah. we encourage each other. Yep. And Nora is an amazing PR person and she's high energy, very smart, intuitive. And I think she's gonna do some great things. And I'm very excited to partner with her and learn from her. Mm -hmm. And that's a, a big component of what drew me to this project and to be part of this with Joan is that I'm, I admire you so much in the way of, you know, you had an idea and you just went after it and you just did it as far as creating this podcast and developing something that could be beneficial to a specific audience or to certain people and to just start and just go start. for it. It's just one step. Exactly. One piece of advice, one word of encouragement, yes. right? And then you go and, for it. Yeah. And I align with that <clears throat> so much. I, I think that, that that's so admirable. And, you know, coming from the generational aspect of things, I mean, I'm 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 transparent with the fact that I'm 37 <laughs> and I'm in the middle of my my career, if you will, and I, I, if we're looking at the different generations, the idea that you started a podcast at- I know at, you want to say my I'm, I'm not gonna say it, I won't say it, don't worry. I won't say it, I, I, Wait, let's, just, let's just say I'm old enough to be Nora's mother. <laughs> but the fact that you could reinvent yourself and you just went and said it and did it and, and took that extra step um, that gives me, uh, that incites excitement for me that, you know, this career path that I'm on can grow and build and evolve and change. Mm -hmm. And there's and other things that are up ahead and yeah. you've proven that. And yeah. that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, I'm that's excited. a very admirable thing that, um, that drew me to this. So, but I want to, I, I feel as if last season, Joan spent a lot of time interviewing other people. So... We are going to make it a point for this intro season to really put the spotlight on Miss Joni here. Which and I hate, get <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this she's doing this kicking and screaming, but <laughs> we're still gonna we're gonna make her do it. Um, but I think her story is one worth telling, and I think that there's a lot of information and, and important pieces of, of insight and wisdom that mm -hmm. she can share with people. And um, then people can really get to know who Joan is in order to get a better understanding of where we're coming from as we lead into this new season of Wisdom and Extra. Right. So, lay it on me. All right, so let's kick it off. So my <laughs> first question is, you know, pretty general, but what's the story of how you got to where you are today? Tell us, tell us the story of Joan. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll stick with just the business part <laughs> okay, of it, but, that yeah, because I have a lot of years <laughs> in there to talk about, but, um, you know, I went to college, mm -hmm. 
uh, graduated college, ended up with a corporate career in mm -hmm. marketing. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a lot of fast forwarding here. <laughs> and um, after <clears throat> I had two children, mm -hmm. um, I realized very quickly that um, it was gonna be difficult mm -hmm. to maintain my corporate career. Now we're, we're talking 25 years ago. Okay. Okay, so okay. generationally, it, it's night and day yeah, <clears throat> than world. what it is today. And you know, it, it wasn't like you could go online and find a nanny or, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, daycares were abundant. Yeah. You know, I lived in a small town and it was very difficult. Mm -hmm. And so I had two children back to back. Mm -hmm. And then one morning as I'm heading out to catch a plane at 6 a.m. Um, because we didn't have Zoom them. You know, you, had, you actually Gosh. had to travel to the destination where your it meeting really was, which is so weird, right? Yeah. You can't even, you can't yeah. even imagine that, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm out, on my way out the door and one of the kids has a fever. Kind of and, the worst. And then, yeah, <laughs> and right. And then, and then my husband's like, uh, well, I have a meeting today, too. Oh, uh, double worst. So, right. So then it becomes, okay, mm. who's staying home? Right. You yeah. Know? I've had and those conversations just even in today's world yeah. multiple times. Right, who, right. Who stays home? Who yeah. does it? But I just, we, there just wasn't as many options. options. Not that women didn't do it. Mm -hmm. They did. I was around a lot of career women. It was just difficult for me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in how I was raised in my culture. Yep. Um, you know, raised with the stay-at-home mom and, you know, the, you, you didn't really have women around you that had a career. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So That's having true. a career and then having children was a whole new navigation in itself. Mm -hmm. And you just didn't have the resources. Mm -hmm. So I ended up foregoing my corporate career and staying home. Wow. So after a few years of being in shorts and sneakers at the park every day, <laughs> Um, you know, I was pretty much like crying at night yeah. because I still had the business mind mm -hmm. and I had a very entrepreneur spirit. Yeah. So what do you do with that? It, what, the websites weren't even that yeah. like relevant then or e-commerce where you could just, you know, kind of, it, it just started. Right, right. So um, my husband had some clients that um, he was finding difficult to service because he was already in another job as well. And he's like, you know, maybe you should do some work for them during the day, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. just a few things to get it started or whatever. And that's how JVS Marketing started. Wow. Which is my initials, by the way. So yeah. there was no clear cut plan. Um, it just, I was like, okay, yeah. you know, <laughs> and we did it. And, you know, fast forward, um, I really didn't come into this business and, and, and get more involved until the kids were in middle school. Okay. Okay, so you yeah. kind of freelanced, if you will, up yeah. until middle school yeah. and then yeah. really developed the business. Yeah, and then came in and, yeah. and really helped um, okay. Ron with the business. Right, so, okay. Yeah. And then after that, you just became queen what? bee around Blue Grill Marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I see our producer over there laughing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, yeah, maybe queen bee. I don't know what the word is, but... Um, yeah, that's an interesting term. But, um, <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't even. <laughs> no, you know what? This whole podcast thing started because we um, were doing a build out of a new office location. Okay. During COVID, mm. and of course, it, everything went to Zoom mm -hmm. and um, just trying to get contractors in here. And I was very, very adamant about having 
a podcast room in the new building. Yeah, okay. And the, that came about, now I'm even talking almost three years ago. Wow. So original, the OGs to yeah. this whole entire thought process was, um, I was out to dinner okay. with my sister-in-law, okay. <clears throat> her two daughters, which are my nieces, okay. and they're in their early 40s, and my daughter, who's in her 20s. And we, of course, were having margaritas, <laughs> which made it a little bit more interesting. Any good night. Yeah. Does. And um, <laughs> we started talking about our childhood, my sister and all nine, how we didn't have cell phones, so how we had landlines. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, you had to, you were lucky enough if you had the long landline, you know, the cord that you go in the other room so nobody could hear you talking to one of the boys. Yeah. And, you know, and how times had changed and then how it changed for her daughters oh, because so they weren't true. really into the texting and yeah. you know all the social media but they yep. had they had gotten the cell phones and then we went on to my daughter which is like totally, totally. like through the roof yeah extra like accelerated accelerated yeah. and the the social media bullying and you know mm. all of these issues that have happened in in such a short span mm -hmm. of generations so right i mean right. it just went on fire like like Throwing ga gasoline sure. on the fire, right? Yep. And so we were literally, it was so funny to hear their per perception of things. Yeah. I mean, they'd be laughing like, <laughs> what are you two talking about? Like, is that even like a thing? Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was and only on TV. It was only, <laughs> yeah, and, and so it kind of got me thinking of like, okay, um, I loved the idea of mother-daughter mm -hmm. conversations, mm -hmm. and that's how this started, was mm -hmm. I always thought it would be that. Yeah. And... Um, then, of course, my daughter graduates college and goes off to D.C. and she's working on the hill. And I'm like, don't you want to do the podcast with mommy? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no. I don't have time for that. <laughs> I don't have time for that. I have my own career. Um, but we did it anyway. And Austin and Angela were a big part of, of putting all this together and creating this vision. And mm -hmm. um, it's been a lot of fun. And, it, and it's uh, more of a creative, I think, yeah. outlet. But it also, I think, it lends itself to pulling the business and the wisdom and women together mm -hmm. and saying, hey, mm -hmm. you can do this. Mm -hmm. You know, just take that step. Just yep. start a business. Like, you don't need to really put that much thought into things. You can just take one small step. Yep, exactly. That that calling or that, that nagging, I mean, I, I certainly can relate to that. I, I had that. I I squandered it quite <laughs> quite for quite a long time. Yeah. But, yeah. but it is, you just... Do it. Just do it. You just do it. And and I I love the idea that this is a, a great way or a great platform to be able to really encourage women to do it, to yeah. step up, to step out, to really kind of put themselves out there just as you did, just mm -hmm. as, as I did. I mean, um, and it's a good way to show the examples of what's possible, it which is I possible. think is And sometimes it's important. just a whisper, but some whispers are louder than others. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, people always say to me, why did you start a podcast? Like, you didn't need to do that. Yeah. You know, like, why, why are you doing this? I'm like, I had to do it. Yeah. Like, it was such a tug in my gut. Yep. And, you know, you fast forward, you know, we kind of just threw into it last year and and yep. now you're sitting next to me and we're doing this. I mean, I, like I'm all about that whisper yeah. that you had. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good little whisper. <laughs> well, okay, so let's see. What other questions do I have? Um, so I, I kind of we kind of did go over the, the idea of the goals and the goals of the podcast. And 
I, I think that that's a very valuable thing to kind of think about. Um, okay, so let's take it back to what you do and why you're at the level of success that you are and, and how you experienced it. So uh, knowing that a lot of our listeners are hoping mm -hmm. to, you know, step into that or to listen to that calling or to um, respond to that voice, what, what was it that really kind of, you know, helped you step into that, that position? Or even going back to like starting JVS, I mean, that, mm. that feeling of, of needing to fulfill that need. Yeah, I think it should, you just have to follow your, your gut, your, mm -hmm. your instinct, you know, like mm -hmm. I knew for me that I needed to have that interaction. Mm -hmm. I needed to have that level of, of business and speak with other women who were watching the news or mm -hmm. reading, well, you know, then people read the newspaper, right. you know, so. <laughs> not on um, the phone. <laughs> yeah, not, you know, not, yeah. they weren't on YouTube. YouTube wasn't a thing then, but uh, we're talking other about other things other than right. what their kids did that day. Mm. Which, yeah. believe me, I still had all those conversations, too, and I, you know, cherished all of that. Right. Uh, I just needed, personally, another layer to that. So why not just go get a job? Why not just go? Because it, di it didn't work for me. Mm. Because then, again, I'm committed into that time frame, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? So I think to myself, God, you like, if I was younger now with everything that's available mm -hmm. to you guys... I don't even know what I would do. There'd be so many choices I wouldn't yeah. know what to do. Yep. Because I, 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 between software, mm -hmm. the internet, you know, you t I mean, it's just, you can be an influencer. Yep. You can be a copywriter. You can, you know, go on fiber and, you know, sell your services. Yep. I mean, there's so many things that I didn't have that option to do. So yep. it was either go get the nine to five job, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then going down the cor up the corporate ladder became mm -hmm. harder and harder if you mm -hmm. had smaller children. Yeah, that makes sense. Because then you had you had to get the nanny, and you couldn't stay at home. Like yeah. some of the big corporations would be like, "Oh, we're very lenient towards that," but mm -hmm. you weren't included in the meetings. Mm -hmm. um, you were made to feel like you weren't as important mm -hmm. um you were passed up mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. promotions mm -hmm. i mean th they may not admit to it but that is what happened right and so then it became very clear i've got to do something that's more entrepreneurial mm -hmm. for myself mm -hmm. that, that worked that sense. worked for me right i mean that that makes a lot of sense and that it's similar but different in my experience with i was working for a company for a long period of time and found do I the common denominator in all of the jobs in my life was that I, I struggled with uh, following the corporate structure of I have to do things a certain way according to the business. Mm. Being a creative, being yeah. somebody that wants to kind of jump into the water and see mm -hmm. you figure out how to swim. Yeah. That's not necessarily how um, no. how corporate works. And I constantly struggled with that structure and it kind of hit me one day that yeah. it was like, well, if you, you think you can do it better, go and do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and I think too, it's important because when I was in the corporate world and I came up against the same things because being in marketing mm. end of it, um, you always had those like 
compliance things and they'd be like, well, that has to run through the lawyer. Yeah. And, and I'd be like, oh, really? Yeah. And the process for that is this. You have to send it here and you have to do this and do that. And I was like, I'm not having that. Yeah. yeah. Because I need to get this done yeah. now. So I would get the attorney's number directly yeah. and send it directly. Oh God, I love that. And yeah, and yeah. I, I just waited. Just from, skip these steps. Yeah, I would just, <laughs> my my mode was beg for forgiveness later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at that point, by the time they would find out that the work was already done. Exactly. And oh so gosh, they were yeah. already looking good anyway, because yeah. they're like, oh, how are you doing that in your region? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. my marketing person's doing this. And they'd be like, well, how'd she do that? Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, and they're like, oh, well, I kind of went around the process. Yeah. Right. And I, so, I, yeah, I, I think, understand what you're saying. I think today, I mean, I, I and I, when I took the leap, it was January, January of 2020, which is <laughs> right before a COVID. totally different <laughs> world, obviously. But Perfect even now, like, right, exactly. Way to go, Nora. <laughs> But even now, two years later, the corporate world has changed. So mm -hmm. if I were to have been in a position to make that decision now, whether I go find another job yeah. or whether I start my own business, I may have considered other options because yeah. there is so much more flexibility now. So yeah, it's not to say that having a corporate job is not ideal. In, the, in today's world, you can you really can. mold it and meld it yes. into your own yes. You can, piece you can of whatever do you want. remote. You right. can do all of that. Yes, I get but that. But similar to what you're saying, you know, at the time those options weren't available. I waited a couple months, and they, could, they would have been. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I agree that that definitely makes makes a lot of sense as far as making that jump. So, kind of let's let's kind of go into some speed bumps that you experienced when mm. it comes to your career. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, obviously the one that you pointed out uh, earlier, you know, the time, timeless scenario that m many women experience yeah. as yeah. far as juggling home life and, mm -hmm. and career, which to be fair, men are also mm -hmm. kind of stepping into that role to also experience it now too. Yeah. But what other speed bumps? I mean, were there thi was there a time that well, there's you really always speed bumps. went up against something? There's that I mean, that that's just a given. Yeah, that's that's a daily thing. Yes, that's you know very when true. you're when you're a business owner. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, big one, big speed bumps. Oh eight, financial mm, crisis. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. our business is tied to the automotive industry, so when they went down, mm. we were going down. Yeah. And so making when you make bu business decisions you know, they're hard. Mm -hmm. They're hard when you get to that point and you go, okay, how do you hang on? Mm -hmm. Should you hang on? Mm -hmm. You know, so those right. are really deep soul searching right. questions, you know, that you have to ask yourself. And of course it all depends on, you know, your, your financial situation mm -hmm. as well, mm -hmm. but you could do everything right mm -hmm. and hit a major speed bump. I mean, look at restaurants right now. Yeah. Right? How long can you hold? They could be the amazing restaurant, but if they don't have enough cash mm -hmm. to carry them through a year, mm -hmm. that's yeah. a that's a tough business decision. So yeah. those, I think, every day there's small speed bumps, mm -hmm. and there's mm -hmm. much larger. Where there's medium, there's large. Mm -hmm. The the key to getting through it is to is to be able to pivot. Yeah. That's so true. You Being have nimble, to pivot. be able to to be flexible. Yeah. I think flexibility is so important right. in any career, right. in any.
position, that's definitely something I also have learned is that you you have to be flexible yeah. in your approach, in your mentality, in, yeah. in all of it. All of it. Even in this business, being in an ad agency, mm. when we started this, it was very traditional. Mm -hmm. So you right. had your print, radio, and TV, mm. right? So if we didn't early on go into the digital world, mm -hmm. um, and quite a few agencies didn't. Yeah. And yeah. they went under. Yeah because you can't stay there, mm -hmm. right? You, you have to move on yep. with what's happening in your industry. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so just like, true. I'll go back to a restaurant. So in a restaurant during COVID, if they didn't figure out how to do delivery mm -hmm. or uh, pickup, yep. you know, uh, they wouldn't have made it. Mm-hmm, or right? social media or, or social to, media exactly. to share that information. Right. How, how are people consuming so that they mm -hmm. understand you have that availability? Yeah. I mean, that, that type yeah. of, forward thinking yeah. in a emergency situation can you know make or break you yeah um i think pivot is the biggest word really mm -hmm. i love that because i i yeah. completely agree it's, and it's on a daily basis yeah and you you know what if you just have that in your mindset you mm -hmm. know that yes. that's going to happen every day yep. it's not such a whack yeah. in the head it's so true <laughs> you have to just expect that things are going to go sideways and how are you yeah. going to deal with it i mean you can't yeah be so rigid in the way in any mm -hmm. career you have to be flexible you have mm -hmm. to be able to pivot and to kind of recreate what you're doing in order to eventually end up at the same location yeah. that you're you're going exactly um so to that end let's talk more about the business so what would you know kind of explain to us what it is that what digital you marketing do, is digital okay. marketing like what would people be surprised to know <clears> about um, I think the biggest thing that people, you know, they think of um, advertising and marketing is just social media. Mm -hmm. And it is a part of it, mm -hmm. um, but there's so much more to it. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you had to break it up, I mean, it could just be maybe 25% mm -hmm. of what you're doing or what ad agency does. Yep. You've got the PR mm -hmm. aspect in there. You have all the content in mm -hmm. there. You have your your digital advertising, which has replaced the, say, the print, radio, and TV. Right. Is now all digital. Mm -hmm. And when I say digital, I mean that the ad follows mm. the data. Yes. Versus putting an ad on TV and hoping that, you know, someone's going to need their AC fix that day and they just happen to see that ad on TV. Yep. Whereas digital is the ad is placed to meet where the consumer is searching. Mm -hmm. So that is the biggest concept that most people don't understand because mm -hmm. they're not tangible mm -hmm. ads. Mm -hmm. So if I'm working for a new client, they may say to me, well, I'm not seeing my ads. Mm -hmm. Well, because you're not in need of that product. Right. And so the algorithms that you're using on Facebook and Google and YouTube and all that are not gonna serve you that ad. Right. And so that's the biggest, I think, right. um, obstacle is the education of it. Right. And and you've had to educate me on that as well. And it, it, it makes so much sense because if you think about it for the longest, people were talking about, oh, you know, Google's listening or, you know, you're talking about something <laughs> and all of a sudden it pops, it up. pops up. I mean, yeah. and from a consumer perspective, <laughs> that can seem a little unnerving. Yeah. But yet from a salesperson or a right. company perspective, that person was talking about it and you're yeah. serving them an option to 
That's relevant. Providing solutions. I right. Mean, so how annoying is it when you're watching, you probably don't even watch regular TV, do you? No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So we're still <laughs> old school and, you know, I may have one Jeopardy or something at night. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to admit I mean, okay. that. Okay. Good and then Alex like track. all these ads come up and I'm like, oh, and I'm in the business. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm annoyed yeah. that they're coming up because I'm like, it's not relevant to me. Yeah. All these pharmaceutical companies with all these ads, it's not relevant to me. Yeah. I don't need any one of those. Yep. I totally agree. And, and we're so inundated these days with yeah. so much data, with so much information. I mean, whether it be digital ads or whether it be social media or there's so many, there's so much coming at us that when it's overwhelming. It, exactly. So mm. the, the creativity component of it or mm. the eye catching component of it, mm-hmm. um, is important, but that's, I truly believe what you do is important as well because you are serving someone with information that they clearly, that is relevant to them. Yeah. So I, I'm intrigued and I, I think it's wildly effective, the, the digital world as far mm-hmm. as digital advertising goes. And I'm, you know, from a PR perspective, uh, you know, I feel well, like I'm the hand beginning hand, of yeah, it. Yeah, but, the, you know, the PR is so critical because of the content, you know, it's right. really the content. But it's so. more of like, okay, you're talking about, you know, I need a plumber mm-hmm. and then you get served an ad for a plumber but then the person goes to research the plumber, what, mm, what's on the side exactly. of, so the ads, the awareness component of yep. it, but then what, what's the, um, is the, the website, building, what's right, the, right. Do they have know, good reviews? Right. Does the website work? Exactly. It's, so it yeah. certainly mm-hmm. does work hand in hand and it's a mm-hmm. one, two punch if you have both from a business yeah. perspective. But, um, but I, a lot of my clients kind of it, it goes down the road of I want to do some advertising, which I mm. I believe me, <laughs> I mm-hmm. feel like PR and advertising have always been oil and water. It's yeah. been a lot of, you know, t- church and state kind of thing. But in these days, the messaging needs to be consistent and brought together. And mm-hmm. um, but I I fully su- support. <laughs> I I I'm intrigued. I think what you what you do in this, the business of digital advertising is really, really cool. So just my little endorsement there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's talk about what makes you, Joan, extra? What makes you different or extra? Austin, do you want to answer that (laughs) one? No, Austin doesn't. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. From um, you, brag mm. a bit. Talk about what I'm not good. I don't like to brag. Like that's like not me. But you're not okay. So maybe you're not bragging. No, but I'm, I'm not bragging. You. Okay. Well, I don't know. Like this is how my daughter describes it because this is how the word wisdom and extra came about was because she would always say to me, "Mom, you're so extra." <laughs> like, and I'd be like, "What are you talking? I don't understand why you keep saying that." Right. You know, because she's the to me. I'm like, she's the one who like takes up all the oxygen in the room. Right. <laughs> and um, you know, she like no, no matter what it was, I did. Yeah. You know, so if I if she was having friends over, I would make a tray of brie and apples. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> and she would say, you know, they're like ten. You know, <laughs> and she'd be like, Ugh, "You're so extra." You know, other moms <laughs> don't do this. I'm like, I don't understand. Right. Like, this is yeah. what I. This is what I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it was like, no matter what I do, you know, I could be in a store talking to somebody and she'd be like, you know, elbowing me, stop <laughs> it, you're so extra. You know, so I, I mean, if I had to explain it, I think I'm just, I think what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think I'm just 
real yeah and and very candid so don't ask me your yeah. opinion don't, don't <laughs> exactly. say to me what yeah. do you think yeah because unless, it, um, unless you're ready for it <laughs> i'm gonna tell you yeah you know yeah i would say that pretty much sums it up i love it i love it that's <laughs> awesome so let's quickly talk about the season what okay. what can people expect what are we what what are our goals mm -hmm. in this endeavor that we're venturing out on together um and what you know when they tune in to wisdom and extra what mm -hmm. what are they what are they gonna hear this is what i love about nora is because she's made me focus on what this is yeah. right and you know what are we doing mm -hmm. you know so if i if i had to you know put it in a sentence i would say that i feel that generationally in the different perspectives that we can encourage mm -hmm. other women mm -hmm. in their business world or to take a step to go into the business world mm -hmm. or start addressing um, different issues mm -hmm. that we both have as business owners mm -hmm. as well as maybe giving um, a business a voice that maybe needs to go to the next level mm -hmm. okay. you know so maybe they're a small startup and we really see something impressive there and we're mm -hmm. like you know they need a little yeah boost yeah you know because all you need is one listener or yeah. one person who shares it and who knows where it may go for them exactly so my hope honestly is to take what we have or mm -hmm. what we've learned mm -hmm. and pass it on provide a platform for people yep. provide a a way for people to amplify their voice and support them. Take the and next step. Take the next step. Look at mm -hmm. you. I love it. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm excited. I can't wait. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> so come back and see us next time. We'll, we'll see you soon on the next episode. Lots of fun things in store. That's a wrap. <laughs>